The National Weather Service last night issued a rare tornado warning for Manhattan and the Bronx. Though, in the case of the Bronx, the warning was for the tornado. I wouldn't <laughs> hang around there too long. <laughs> I get it. Hilarious. So coming up next segment, we'll do a little uh, round the horn of various leaders who are restricting your life but doing whatever the hell they want. With the highlight, of course, being the governor of California, who's very sorry that he broke the rules at the fanciest restaurant in the world. That let's story. not play the blame game. <laughs> that story. We've up. all made mistakes. Uh, no. We're all human. We're yeah. all fall short sometimes. There you go. Yeah, oh, okay. It's all right then. <laughs> so listen, utterly predictable, but it's happened. All of a sudden, the news media is saying. Boy, those uh, anarchist types are uh, wrecking stuff in Portland like every night, and that's uh, that's terrible. That's uh, that's it's destruction. It's vandalism. Oh, oh, now you noticed. Well, that's just charming. The L.A. Times with a, a big piece entitled "Portland's Anarchists Say They Support Racial Justice." Black activists want nothing to do with them. Oh, wait a minute. L.A. Times, you just figured that out. It's funny because we've been saying it for months that the Antifa types and the anarchists have nothing to do with with equal rights for black people. And Black Lives Matter is a Marxist organization. They're not about traditional civil rights and Americans getting to live here in peace and harmony and, and, and making sure they have their civil rights. No, they're a Marxist organization. And suddenly, now that Trump's been beat, apparently... They figure that out. And I, you know, I could bring you their aspects of this LA Times story that are, are, they're actually, it's, it's quite good. I mean, it's accurate. But it's like, you know, uh, Gavin Newsom discovering his conscience now. It's just a tad convenient. But this piece uh, by John Sexton I liked. Uh, LA Times published a story today highlighting a growing divide between two strains of activists in Portland. On the one hand, you have the mostly white Antifa groups who have adopted Black Lives Matter as their own cause. And they're holding protests slash riots nearly every night. Oh, that's charming, actually calling them riots. On the other hand, you have black activists who sometimes hold their own protest and who increasingly believe the anarchists are doing more harm than good. But the most revealing thing about this story may be the tone and the timing. For most of the summer, Portland anarchists were cool. But suddenly, the L.A. Times wants us to know that Maybe these anarchists are just in it for the wanton destruction. Hmm. The day after, now this is from the L.A. Times. The day after President-elect Joe Biden delivered his victory uh, speech, word spread through the group that the target tonight would be the local headquarters of the Democratic Party. Somebody started beating a drum as a chant broke out, F. Joe Biden, F. Joe Biden. Then the anarchists marched into an upscale neighborhood intent on destruction. Newsflash from the L.A. Times. These anarchists are bent on destruction. And uh, I guess this is, this is one of those. This is, again, the words of uh, John Sexton, credit words, too. I guess this is one of those now it can be told situations. Suddenly the anarchists just aren't cool anymore. And they go in into the black activists saying, when people set fire to a building, it really does not liberate me one bit, said Mingus Maps, who has a way cooler name than I do. He's a black man who won a seat on the Portland City Council. We'd probably disagree about everything, but he says it does the opposite. It fuels the political culture that makes racism possible. Uh, so, you know, in short, he's uh, he's denouncing the Antifa types. Um, 
Then, uh, so when it comes time to attack the Democratic Party headquarters, all of a sudden the L.A. Times says, this is violence, this is destruction, this is terrible. Uh, Let's see. Why is it only now being given a skeptical eye? Here's how Richard Reed was writing about the nightly protest back in July. Richard Reed of the L.A. Times. In pre-dawn hours Wednesday, a group of women in bike helmets and goggles, calling themselves the Wall of Moms, linked arms to form a barrier between federal agents and protesters. The women are variously known as Moms Against Police Brutality or Mom Tifa, a play on Antifa, an anti-fascist movement. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Mom Tifa and Dad Block. Antifa was cool then. Everyone wanted to be Antifa. Now, suddenly, it's a bunch of white people who don't really represent the cause. What changed? Well, there was an election, and then Antifa made it clear they hate Joe Biden almost as much as Donald Trump. And then they show pictures of the destruction they did to the Democratic Party headquarters. Which I have not seen in the news. Right. They tried to burn it down. And here's how this same guy, Richard Reed, in the L.A. Times, describes it in his piece today. Remember the wall of moms and Antifa and anti-fascist movement? Here's Richard Reed today. Two activists approached the building, one holding an umbrella to conceal the other, who spray-painted an anti-Biden epithet on the wall, adding an anarchist symbol. In red, he wrote, ACAB, short for all cops are bastards. Bastards. Six more protesters pounded on the window, shattering 13 of them before rejoining the group, keeping watch in the parking lot. Suddenly, breaking windows and painting ACAB on other people's property isn't cool, even though they've been doing these things for months. Plus, the L.A. Times wants us to know that the violence is ultimately pointless and possibly without end. Shirley Jackson, Portland State University professor of black studies, said the violence seems senseless. With the BLM protests, there were clear demands, but it's very difficult to see an end to something when it's not clear what the demands are. Yeah. Just so, again, utterly predictable, but just a little bit maddening. Yeah. Um, well, it's, uh, can't say this enough, reality bats last. So uh, you could ignore reality, but eventually you're going to have to come around to it. Yeah, I have a feeling the people who listen to the show are quite solidly um, acquainted with what the corporate media really is at this point. But it's it's a useful reminder that what used to be journalistic ethics are, I mean, they've gone the way of the petticoat, you know, and the, and the white buck shoes. They're just, nobody wears that anymore. Okay, nice job, L.A. Times. Welcome to reality. You've been missed. Um, Transition music, Michael, clearly. Okay. Mr. Armstrong is shattered by the power of my indictment. Well, this is new. Wow. That did uh, blank out whatever we were talking about, if that was the point. How hard would it be to get that good at yodeling? I mean, could you do it like in a week, or would it take ten years of master classes? I don't know. What what would what would motivate you? And this is like techno yodeling. If you told me, that's plenty of that. Oh if you, boy! If you told me, if you told me the world's best yodeler <laughs> is right down the hall, right? I mean, the best on planet Earth. Yes. I'd go the other direction to get to the bathroom. <laughs> I would have to check it out out of curiosity. <laughs> of course, you grew up in a, a, a part of the country where there are lots of like German folks, and, and yodeling was a thing. Uh, and uh, I regularly came across it on Hee Haw. Oh, the country Hee Haw. Yeah. And uh, they'd yodel, and I never liked it, ever. <laughs> How about the throat singing? <laughs> That's good stuff. 
I want to get into into the hypocrisy of your leaders coming up in a little bit. We've got a kind of a uh, potpourri of an example around the country. A dope puri, if you will. Eh, it wasn't my best work. <laughs> what is that look? I just reminded my wife. My wife came up with last night, and she said, "You got to wait till she does something, or she ends up president." But she likes Kamala Scaris. <laughs> that's decent. That's pretty good. That's that's pretty strong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've heard uh, various attempts at a nickname for her, and they they're, they're not usable on the air. <laughs> <laughs> no, come no. on um, now. But going yeah. the other direction, the Iowa governor, Kim Reynolds, has signed a mask mandate after months of opposition. She was fighting really hard on uh, doing this sort of stuff and uh, now says that uh, the, the caseload warrants doing something about it. It is uh, it is all over the place. Oh, yeah. The COVID right now. Yeah. Coronavirus! That's right, Cardi. Dr. Cardi. <laughs> what was she doing? Oh, that when when that video came out, which was a long time ago. We're now nine months into this friggin' thing. When she put when Cardi B put that video out, what was she doing? She was walking around her house, spraying Lysol or something, spotting. I can't remember coronavirus or something like that. And everywhere she'd go, she'd she'd say coronavirus. Like she'd look at a door handle or the handle of the refrigerator. <laughs> you what you got here? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, Jiminy. If you haven't heard the story of uh, various politicians telling you you've got to wear a mask or you that you can't even get together for Thanksgiving. Right. Or you can't go see your loved one as they're dying. They have different rules that they follow. And some of the examples are hilarious. By the way, you should donate money to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station at armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. And by the way, he's fine. He didn't die from it. When you're God, you don't fear viruses. Lockdowns are for mortals. So you'd think getting caught would hurt Newsom. Getting caught ignoring your own rules used to be a major problem for politicians. But it's not anymore. They are no longer humiliated by their own hypocrisy. The point of the exercise is to humiliate the rest of us by forcing us to obey transparently absurd orders. We've been playing clips of Gavin Newsom's apology yesterday. Before he instituted new lockdowns in the state of California, he apologized for having been caught a couple of Fridays ago at a large gathering at the fanciest restaurant in the world, not just in the Napa Valley or in California or in America, in the world, often considered the best restaurant in the world. He's at a 50th birthday party with a one of his best friends who's ob- also a lobbyist. And they, you know, they break all kinds of rules that he makes you, wants you to follow in the state of California. But he's, and he apologized. I'm very sorry that I did, did this. Do we have some of his apology, whatever our favorite clips are. Um, uh, we're all human. We <laughs> all fall short sometimes. Yeah, but we're not talking about us all, Gavin, you, mm, that would have been unfortunate. You, uh, 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 less than stellar a human. Uh, we're talking about you, you putz. I made a bad mistake. Yeah. I should have. It's actually, it's more a comedy routine than an It, it really is. We should play the whole thing later, maybe, and just listen to the whole thing. Because the whole, I walked in, when I realized what a big gathering was, I should have left. 
Okay. So all your <laughs> even if you had done that, all your rich friends are getting together breaking the rules. Uh, we're all human. We all fall short sometimes. Oh, what a f- but he knew exactly who was going to be there. Of course, and they knew he was going to be there, and right. they know what the rules are, and they just got caught. That's all that was to it. And there's a bunch of examples of this around the country. The mayor of Washington, D.C., Muriel Bowser, traveled to Delaware to celebrate Joe Biden's election victory, even as she told her residents they're not allowed to travel to other states. That was official business. The right. mayor of Chicago is saying that people must cancel traditional Thanksgiving plans. Cancel your Thanksgiving uh, invite no guests, even as she joined a street party celebrating Biden's apparent victory last week. Gavin Newsom, of course, says you need to not get together with more than uh, 10 people or three households. He did exactly that. The but governor it doesn't matter to him. Of Michigan, like the idiot governor of New Mexico, banning outdoor recreation, which is the safest thing you could possibly do. And Governor Whitless of Michigan, her, her husband famously dragged his boat up north and said, yeah, yeah, well, I'm going to travel and uh, I'm going to fish, so uh, F you all. Maybe my favorite thing Gavin Newsom said during his long apology yesterday, right right before or after he announced strict new shutdowns for the state, uh, I'm acknowledging this mistake so I can move forward and get to the work that I was sent here to do. That old dodge. Oh, well, Put this behind me so I can do the work you've elected me to do which is take away your freedoms, but have different rules for me. It's so Homer Simpson-esque. You know, I think Tucker's right. Tucker struck on something, and this is how Marie Antoinette ended up beheaded. Mm, Allegedly. You you get to the point where you're not only violating the rules, you do it openly, and you don't even care if you get caught, because like Tucker said, you're not even humiliated anymore. No, You're so distanced from any repercussions that you just don't really care. Yeah, there's a bit of a taste of Kim Jong-un in it. Really? I mean, he can ban anything he wants and then openly consume it, and nobody says a damn word. Yeah, Gavin Newsom's just this far from the next step, which is, yeah, the rules are different for me. What about it? What are you talking about? What are you going to do about it? get it. it. Why are you complaining? Yeah. I have different rules because I'm me. Anyway, uh, we'll have to play more of that apology. It's unintentionally hilarious. So we had a whale come in for Warrior Foundation Whoa. Freedom Station. Yeah, vast. I nope. spot the Leviathan off the port bow. Now I'm seeing a $50 contribution, a $300, a $100. Fabulous. Thank you all very much. We got somebody who calls themselves, come on, man, donated $25. I like that name. But we got somebody who just calls themselves, man. We got somebody who just calls themselves a supporter. I would call you a whale with $5,000. And even earlier this morning, we had uh, uh, one. I'll just use first names. Kevin and Lori each chipping in $1,000 each. We get a couple nice. more whales. We got a pod. Well, nice. I want to talk to you other whales out there. Somebody donates $5,000, $1,000. They think they're better than you. They think they're a bigger deal than you. Oh. Huh? They do. They do. Oh. You think you're a big deal? You think you got the cool car and the hot wife or the hot husband or whatever? Oh, do you? Oh, do you? Show me by going to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Go to armstrongandgetty.com and donate some money. They think your house is your guest house. They're so much bigger than you. Joe and I have uh, been the auctioneer at enough uh, uh, highfalutin gatherings to raise money. We know how (laughs) these people think. Oh, yes. (laughs) Think that way. Shh. I'm in a room full of people. Oh, that guy over there thinks he's the rich guy in the room? No, no, no. I'm the rich guy in the room. Right? Allow your pettiness to do some good. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) 
So, uh, fabulous job, everybody. Keep the, the donating up, the Warrior Foundation Freedom Station that's there just when our, our wounded fighters need the help the most. It's an incredible organization, a wonderful organization, and way, way more efficient with your donated dollars than some of those famous charities that buy tons of TV ads. And have yeah. celebrities, yeah. spokesmen. I'm not saying they're bad people. No, I think they are. But this Actually, is think a they are. different thing. Um, uh, we should do a total just because we crossed a, an important uh, number. Gladys. Current contributions. Somebody yeah. refreshing that puppy? That's tight. Current contribution. Nice job. R. Is that the current number? No, uh, $107,430. Yes! Progress. $107,000 on our way to five hundred. I hope. Yeah, spot whales in the distance. Including a $50 donation from Make Positive Sean's Cat Real Again. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Map-sash-rock. Yeah, fabulous. Thank you for your generosity, everybody, whether you get 10 bucks or 10000 It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, So, uh, old man Biden's talking about forgiving student loans, or at least a portion of them, and it's just... You can't you can't get critical coverage of it. He he did a softball uh, batting practice yesterday, and I, you know I should ask for the tape of it. But it was questions like, "So many young people are struggling with student loans. Are you going to help them, Mister President Elect?" Every single question said, "Mister President Elect." So obviously, canned. It was something. Armstrong and Getty. How bad does Phil Collins smell? Lego puts out its, Lego puts out its biggest offering ever. I know that's a big list item on for my kids for Christmas. If you're doing that, some video game research that's surprising, among other things. Obviously, some COVID news. Well, and I insist this half hour we get to the unintentionally hilarious Gavin Newsom comedy routine. Okay. Well, it was an apology. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever, dude. So often you good folks uh, will uh, be whistleblowers. You just send us emails with the inside scoop on what's happening where you work or in your industry or whatever. You can email us anytime. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, and, and so here's a little, uh, uh, you know, we'll do the same for you. This is a TV industry thing. Now, Sinclair Broadcasting, big company, owns a bunch of TV stations. And um, and I don't you know I don't have any problem with them or anything. But if your local newscaster starts uh, giving you a heartfelt speech, well, number one, they're probably not nearly bright enough to uh, oof to write it because you know well they just don't have to be. You got to be pretty and you have to speak clearly. Radio guy takes shots. TV guy. Well, they're they're, they're weak acts. Most of them. Many of them. Uh, anyone. Uh, anyway, you might uh, enjoy this. This uh, started airing the other day. Hi, I'm Fox San Antonio's Jessica Headley. And I'm Ryan Wolf. Our, our greatest, greatest responsibility, responsibility is, is to serve, serve our Treasure Valley communities. The El Paso Las Cruces communities. Eastern Iowa communities. Mid-Michigan communities. We are extremely proud of the quality, balanced journalism that CBS4 News produces. But we are concerned about trouble and trying to be responsible. One-sided news stories plaguing our country. Plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these same fake stories 
without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news has, has become, become all too common, common on, on social, social media. media. More alarming, some media outlets publish this is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 You know, you get the idea. The, the best part of it is the visual. They all have their very serious, caring faces on. <laughs> <laughs> like they mean this with every fiber of their souls. So funny. That is funny. Yeah. I like uh, Tucker does this a lot on his show. Oh, I got a question about Tucker Carlson. Yes. But Tucker Carlson does this on his show a lot um, with um, talking points. It, it's always the Democratic Party, but I have a feeling Republicans do the same thing. But he'll have a montage of from the Sunday shows where a bunch of guests just randomly use exactly the same phrase at of the course. same time on the same subject yeah. as if they just thought of it off the top of their head and weren't emailed overnight what to say on the Sunday show by by Nancy Pelosi or somebody high up. Sure. Yeah. And uh, precise phrases. And there was no way to know that even very many years ago. It's fairly recent that you can have all those shows at your fingertips as just a regular person and, and nail all this stuff down. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I have seen a couple of different lists of who might be the nominee for the Republican Party in 2024? Oh, my gosh. You you practically assaulted me the I other know, day. I know. I'm the, the last person you'd expect to ever bring this up. He's this, a maniac. But the only reason is the list always has Tucker Carlson in the in the top couple. Seriously? And then I was listening to a podcast. The, I've listened to a couple of podcasts with serious people, like serious, you know, writers, thinkers in the world of politics. Mm-hmm. Throwing around the, if Tucker gets in this, this and that. Holy cow. And I, so my, my thought, well, my, my initial thought is, um, these are all people that way over inflate social media and cable news. I mean, Tucker can be the biggest deal in cable news. That's still a couple of million people. Mm -hmm. It's, it's nothing like Donald Trump having the number one show in the country. Yeah, uh, on on a major network. Yeah, I mean granted. that's a completely different level of your popular. Mm-hmm. That's usually the art, though. How the arguments made? Who's going to carry on Trumpism? And Tucker is, you know, so hugely popular, but he's usually popular in that, you know, that tiny window of cable news, yeah. which is way overinflated. By the you know the podcast I was listening to, they're big deals in that world. They're on those shows, right? So they don't want Belt to admit way or, just yeah. superstar. They don't want to admit or don't know that most people don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, I just happened to oh, I didn't come across it. It was sent by an alert listener, an incredibly condescending idiotic uh, editorial in the Seattle Times that referenced Trumpism. And I, I'm not comfortable with that term. I don't like it. I don't either. I don't think it is anything. I think it's he's a certain personality. Yeah, there's no... And that's all there is. And nobody else is going to, like, take the mantle of that. Yeah. I finally listened to that Sam Harris podcast where he talks about how it finally dawned on him the day before the election why Trump is popular. And it's funny, for such an incredibly bright guy, it's amazing he missed this. And and he said, it's kind of amazing I missed this, Um, (laughs) which is why I like him. But it was, listen, Trump, for all his flaws, doesn't think he's better than you. 
he never condescended at the rallies or anything like that. I mean, it was, you're my people. Meanwhile, on the left, there's brutal judgmentalism, brutal uh, condescension and condemnation. You're a racist. You're a homophobe. You're a bigot. You're an idiot. You're unsophisticated. You live in flyover country. You know, I'm kind of, you know, expanding on what Sam Harris was saying. But, yeah, average working Americans, they're not so stupid, my left-wing friends. They don't know when you're condescending. And it was it was a good example, a good illustration why Trump is so popular. And it doesn't need to be Donald Trump filling that role. And indeed, if somebody has the, I don't know, is down to earth enough and in touch enough with America to understand that, then it won't be Trumpism anymore. It will be a sane, reasonable, patriotic uh, populism. Does Tucker Carlson have any interest in running for president? I, I don't know. Is have anybody asking idea? I don't know. He might have never thought about it in his life and would never consider it. I don't know. I don't know. He's an extremely bright guy. Mm. A little um, over the top sometimes, but so is everybody. He's got a job to do. So my kids got a couple of Lego sets on their Christmas list. Lego is uh, releasing its biggest set ever, the Roman Coliseum. It looks really cool. It's 9,000 pieces, 9,000 pieces. Wow. It looks awesome. Which Do they is, have like little Christian pieces and little lions or little body parts in the dungeons there? Yeah. yeah. Um, Gladiators. The Millennium Falcon, which I've talked about on the show because uh, we go to the back when malls were open. We'd go to the Lego store now and then, and they usually had one on display, and they were sold out and back-ordered, and it's like $900 or something. It's really expensive. She many. It's a gazillion pieces, and it's, you know, it's like 30-year-old dudes who buy it. It's not... I suppose there's a rich grandma somewhere who bought it for a six-year-old, but... Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, the Legos are expensive. My kids are super into them. They got a couple of giant sets on their... Uh, on their list. Oh, you know, it's funny about that is, uh, you know, we have to do a quick uh, word from our friends at Simply Safe sponsoring the show. Uh, give them some business. They they believe in us. We believe in them. Uh, huge holiday uh, spike in break-ins. Yeah. Year after yeah. year. That's the only time I've ever had my house broken into. It's people driving around. They just look in the window and say, oh, they got a Christmas tree up. And you know what's under a Christmas tree? Yeah. Christmas presents. Right. Exactly. So they'll break into your garage and then into your house, whatever. We don't mean to scare you or anything, but Simply Safe is uh, having a huge holiday sale of their home security system. 30% off any Simply Safe system and a free security camera. And how good is it? You can set it up yourself in under 30 minutes. Is this kind of... Security light? No, it's the best home security of 2020, according to U.S. News and World Report. It won CNET Editor's Choice for Home Security, was named Best of 2020 by Forbes and Popular Mechanics. It's got the 24-7 monitoring like the other places have, but it doesn't have a long contract. You can get out any time you want. No expensive install either, so get 30% off Simply Safe plus a free security camera. Just go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. That's simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Before I go to this video game research, quick question. On a level of seriousness, 0 to 10, the Tucker Carlson running for president thing. Gosh, it's the first time I heard it. I've, uh, you know, Serious people are talking about it. It doesn't mean anything, but I mean, it's not just... Uh, well, you know. I know you famously, and a lot of people considered the idea of Donald J. Trump running for president oh, crazy. Absolutely. So I'm not going to you know, uh, jerk my knee over Tucker. You won't put a number on it, 0 to 10. Uh, what, what, how likely it is or how seriously you take it? I don't know. Okay. I just don't know. I've, I've just, I've just you're been a man told. It's, you're a man at sea. It's a, I just, I don't even know. Just what lost to in think. the fog. <laughs> Feel your soul being crushed yet? Yep. <laughs>
Um, I tell you what, he would be a formidable representative of oh, conservative yeah. values. Oh, yeah. I tell you what, some of you love Trump. You don't want to hear anything negative about him. He was a terrible spokesman for what allegedly we all want to happen. Oh, yeah. He De- was bad at it. Debating Tucker Carlson would be something. Oh, he would smoke anybody who's been in the ring in most recent years. And he could he could describe perfectly what's wrong with critical race theory on a debate stage, for instance, to the point where everybody watching would say, holy crap, I need to learn more about this. He's also good with a phrase. That's so. what I'm saying. You are a child. Go do something else. Yes. Um... So, me and every parent I know whose kids play video games worry about how much they play video games. I don't think I know a single parent who doesn't fret over that. If you play Animal Crossing for four hours a day, every single day, you're likely to say you feel significantly happier than someone who doesn't, according to some new Oxford research about video games. Great, Scott. Animal Crossing is one of those building-finding... Yeah, you're just kind of creating. Yeah, you're making your own house and you you work with the townsfolk to get different furnitures that you can unlock and then your friends can come visit mm. your island and there's, you know, uh there there's certain things that incentivize friends like if, I got an island? Yeah, you you It's you, not like that perv island. No. <laughs> no. Not like Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein no. no, very different. This good, is this good. is a very wholesome island. I'm glad to hear yeah. it. Yeah. Just you and some other misfit toys. Can you burgle somebody else's house? Brought no. to you by Simply Safe. No, you can't. Um like uh, on my island my island maybe native have native peach trees, and on yes. your island you have native orange trees. Oh, nice. And the only way for me to get orange trees is to go to your island, pick some oranges, and bring them back and plant. The things, free things market like at work. Shouldn't yeah. there be a bureau of fruit trading though to make sure that people don't uh, you know trade too many oranges for not enough peaches or something like that? Back, back need to regulate. The mayor it. of the town, Tom Nook, seems very uninterested in in much effort of anything. Libertarian, huh? <laughs> I guess. Yes. Good man. I'll tell you what. We'll take a break. When I come back, I'll hit you with a little of the science because if you have kids playing these games, you worry about it. If you've got you know a, a new gadget on the list for someone, you're thinking, ah, is this what we want to do? This research, I don't know, it's surprising to me. I'll have to do some more digging. It's mostly positive news about video games. Mm, I wonder who did it. Uh, yeah, exactly. Paid for by Nintendo. They gave they built Oxford a new building. I smell an Animal Crossing rat. Do they have rats on Animal Crossing? Got a harem for kind all of. the researchers. Kind of. <laughs> uh, anyway, all that on the way. Our text line is four one five two nine five KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I made a bad mistake. Instead of sitting down, uh, I should have stood up and walked back, got in my car, and drove back uh, to my house. The spirit of what I'm preaching all the time uh, was contradicted, and I got to own that. And so I want to apologize to you uh, because I need to preach and practice, not just. Preach oh boy. and not practice. And I've done my best to do that. Uh, and we, uh, you know, we had an early dinner, but it didn't matter. Uh, I shouldn't have been there. I should have turned back around. And uh, so when that happens, you got to 
you pay the price, but you also own the mistake, and you don't ever make it again. And you have my word on that. And just know this has not been a practice I've been indulged no, in in the past. I, I take not. it very seriously, uh, what we are promoting, uh, and have been doing so for many, many months. And I expect you should expect nothing less of me, and I expect more from myself. Yeah, no, the, that Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, though the one time you got caught is just coincidentally the one time you violated all your own rules about eating out and everything. It's oh, just, boy. come on now. Well, we are all human. You know, we fall short sometime, Jack. God. I can say that. You can't, you putz. And I like he's kind of laughing. You know, I, I violated, uh, you know, uh, my own uh, guidelines. and Because uh, <laughs> I figured I'm smart enough to just protect myself in a sane way. But you stupid, stupid. Sheep aren't so we're going to protect you. Give me fifty three. Give me fifty four, Sean. Give it to me. You know I need it. Was oh, he listening to something? Uh, we're all human. We all fall short sometimes. Uh, Sean's editing different tape. But I have heard a lot of weak apologies in my life from me, from <laughs> kids, from friends. Yes, I've authored many. <laughs> that might be the all time. Hey, part of it is just he's in a completely indefensible position. Unless he just came out and said, look, I'm the governor, and I felt like or feel like I can do it differently than everybody else does, and that's not fair, but that's the way I do it. Unless he's going to say that, what's he going to say? Well, uh, I think... If you don't know this whole story, a couple weeks ago, Friday before last... He went to a birthday party with a bunch of rich friends. Lobbyists. At the French Laundry Restaurant, which is regularly named the best restaurant in the world. Dinner table events. Rented out the whole thing. <laughs> which I can't even imagine what that costs. Big room, anyway. His lobbyist buddy's 50th birthday. And uh, it got reported in the San Francisco Chronicle and picked up by the Washington Post and Wall Street Journal and everybody else that he has eaten with more than 10 people and more than three households and all the guidelines. You're not even allowed to have Thanksgiving. The most important day uh, from a family standpoint of the year, maybe, for you. You're not allowed to do that, but he can go to that, the French Laundry, right? because he's Gavin Newsom. And when he gets caught, I, uh, I, I, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. I take full responsibility. Whatever. But it wasn't that big a gathering. Uh, we're I... all human. We all fall short sometimes. Yeah, okay, great, great. Hilarious. Yeah, you just think you're smart enough to weigh risk and benefit and to guide your life in a safe way in the time of COVID. Hey, you know what else, Gavin? I think that, too. I don't need you to herd me around like an animal, especially because you're a halfwit. It might be that. It might even be more cynical from some of these people that I need to look like I'm trying really hard uh, to get this under control. For political reasons. I'm not sure it does any good, but... Right. Uh, This video game research, just because um, you might be buying video game stuff for Christmas and your kids are playing a lot with the lockdown and not being at school and everything like that, this Oxford research said that uh, if you play Animal Crossing for four hours a day every single day, you're likely to say you feel significantly happier than someone who doesn't. The main takeaway from their study, playing the games is associated with greater greater happiness and well-being. They said that is interesting in part because it generally flies in the face of years of research about video games. Our findings show video games aren't necessarily bad for your health, he says. In fact, play can be an activity that relates positively to people's mental health. And regulating video games should withhold those ben- could withhold those benefits from players. Yeah, I'm a little it's curious the first about the study. Source. Well, it's Oxford, and the first it's the first study 
that is based on actual playing time of more than 3,000 gamers supplied uh, by the game makers, as opposed to previous studies relying on players' own notoriously inaccurate estimates. It's ah, I see. Okay. Uh, he hopes to raise the bar for future research. Uh, no piece of research uh, I have certainly learned over the years is the definitive piece of research, but, you know, it's out there. Mm-hmm. I know it makes my kids happier. They also clearly have an addiction to it. I'm addicted to coffee. I'm addicted to a few things. Is that necessarily bad? I don't know. Uh, we're all human. We all fall short sometimes. Exactly, Governor Newsom. It's unbelievable. Your wife busts you with your girlfriend coming out of a restaurant. Honey, we're all human. We all fall short sometimes. I expect more of myself. It was in contradiction to, to things I've been saying, and I need to do better. It was That is a, a, a masterpiece of hypocrisy, stupidity, and phoniness. No, I, think I mean, it's one of the all-time best I've ever heard. I think it's what, what you've just said <laughs> is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I think it's what May- Tucker Carlson... No, no, you can't cut off the best part. May God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> I think it's what Tucker Carlson said. They have crossed into this point now where they just they don't even feel bad about it. They don't feel like they've got to feel bad about it. Right. Look, I'm so clearly in charge in a two-time governor in a blue state. We own the state. What are you going to do? You know what it is. I know what it is. What are you going to do? So like the D.C. mayor's defense of traveling uh, against your own edict was, well, it was important. Yeah, exactly. Armstrong and Getty.